This is 101.1 FM WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX, LP Providence. It's about 7 o'clock on a Friday evening, and you are listening to The Beat Surrender. friends welcome back to another fab episode of the beat surrender this is uh, ep- uh season six episode 15 and we are approaching the end of august and therefore the end of summer yeah summer of 2023 i hardly knew you <laughs> my name is dan and i will be your host for the uh next hour and despite my lack of summer frivolity I have not yet lost my will to bring you the best in classic punk, post-punk, proto-punk, cow-punk, power-pop, garage rock, alt-country, ska, new wave, and even a taste of some of the new stuff that speaks to the old stuff. So lift up your favorite beverage and sip along to the rollicking sounds of tonight's show. Yeah, on tonight's show, we have new music from the Hives. We have the latest edition of This Week in Punk Rock History. And we are excited to present you with a raw and powerful batch of classic jams, just like this one. Let's 
101.1 FM. You are tuned to the Beat Surrender. And that was the New York Dolls. Rounding out a set of songs from 1973. Yes, continuing our quest to celebrate the years ending in three. We went back 50 years tonight and heard from Iggy, David, Bob, and the Dolls. Yeah, from their ever so influential debut album the new york dolls gave us personality crisis the lead-off track to an album that has inspired countless other bands i mean there is a direct lineage from the dolls to the sex pistols no doubt about it Um, that album is a proto-punk landmark and it was produced by todd rundgren yeah and we'll hear from another rundgren produced record later in the show all right. Before the Dolls, Bob Marley and the Wailers implored us to get up, stand up from their 1973 LP, Burnin'. Uh, it was the last album before Marley, Peter Tosh, and Bunny Whaler uh, went their separate ways. All right. David Bowie told us about the Gene Genie from his sixth studio album, Aladdin Sane. Now, the subject matter of the song was inspired in part by Bowie's good friend, Iggy Pop. Yeah, or as uh, Bowie puts it, quote, it, an Iggy-type character. It wasn't actually Iggy, end quote. Well, we actually had Iggy kick off the show with the Stooges, yeah. We heard the title track from their third album, Raw Power, co-produced by David Bowie. All right. Yeah, initially Iggy mixed the album himself, uh, but the record company insisted that it be remixed by someone else. <laughs> and instepped uh, Mr. Bowie. Now, since then, the album has been remixed and remastered so many times, um, I've lost count. But re- regardless of the mix, these songs always shine through. Uh, and speaking of a proto-punk treasure, it doesn't get much better than Raw Power by the Stooges. All right. Hey, that was a nice uh, quick trip back to 1973. Yeah, we framed the set with a couple of proto-punk classics and enjoyed some glam and reggae in between. Yeah, nice way to start the show indeed. But now, let us turn to some new music. All right. And we are happy to announce that the Hives are back. Yeah, the Swedish Garage Rock Kings are back after 11 years with a new album called The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons, and uh, it is everything our garage rock hearts could have dreamed of. (laughs) Yeah, they pretty much pick up right where they left off. The album was released on August 11th on the band's own Discus Hives label, and uh, it has garnered overall uh, positive reviews. Um, Even Pitchfork liked it, and uh, they hate everything. (laughs) In fact, uh, let's read a little bit uh, from that review. Quote, their formula is both stupid and sublime. Sledgehammer guitars, drums that sound like they're being punctured as they're being played, obtuse lyrics delivered at a steady Scandinavian scream. (laughs) Look elsewhere for uh, maturity and subtlety. The hives have only one goal, a bloody good time. All right, hey, what more can you ask for? Yeah, and I gotta say, uh, after listening to it once, uh, it has quickly risen to one of my favorite albums of the year. Yeah, the perfect music to listen to if you need to run through a wall. (laughs) 
All right, hey, let's hear a song already. How about Countdown to Shutdown, which also has a great video to accompany. So check your uh, YouTubes when you get a chance. Good times await. All right, ladies and germs, stomp your hands, clap your feet for some brand new hives.
thinks it goes She'll make you breakfast She'll make you toast But she don't use butter And she don't use cheese She don't use jelly FM Brown Student and Community Radio. This is the Beat Surrender, and we started that set with some overdue Swedish garage rock from the Hives. Yeah, from their brand new record, The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons, we heard Countdown to Shutdown. Yeah, yeah, they have not missed a step. And uh, word is, their recent live performances are just as good as they were back in the day. I got to see them back in 2011 in Boston with my then uh, preteen son, and uh, we still talk about that show to this day. All right. 
Yeah. From the hives, uh, we heard from some other bands named after ailments or diseases. <laughs> yeah. The Cramps followed with Goo Goo Muck from their second album, Psychedelic Jungle, released in 1981 on IRS Records. And uh, that song caught a little buzz recently from the uh, Netflix show Wednesday. Yeah, sort of um, Adam's Family spinoff. And apparently the lead character Wednesday does a little shimmy to the song during a school dance. And, and the clip went uh, viral, as they say. Well, all right. Good for the cramps. All right. Well, hey, you know uh, cramps are usually going to lead to something. And in this case, we came down with uh, full-blown gangrene. Yeah, we heard uh, one of the great hardcore drinking songs ever put on tape. It's called Alcohol. Yeah. Hailing from Braintree, Mass, not far from my stomping grounds as a youngster, uh, Gang Green's first album, uh, Another Wasted Night uh, is a Keeper, uh, released in 1986 on uh, Tang Records. Yeah, when it comes to uh, hardcore punk drinking songs, uh, Gang Green has got you covered. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, now back to um, our afflictions. <laughs> and trust me, you probably want to avoid contracting a case of uh, flaming lips. <laughs> Sounds painful. Yeah. But uh, the song we heard was not painful at all. In fact, that fun uh, little ditty was called She Don't Use Jelly from the Flaming Lips' uh, sixth studio album, Transmissions from the Satellite Heart from 1993. Yeah. Um, that is still their highest charting single to date, and it's uh, springboarded the band to bigger and better things, yeah, including their 1999 magnum opus, The Soft Bulletin. All right. Well, you know what time it is. It is time for this week in punk rock history. And this week, we are going back to August 26, 1981. Erg, A Music War, the soundtrack, has been released on A&M Records. Featuring performances by punk rock, new wave, and post-punk bands and artists, filmed live in August and September of 1980. The double LP is a collection of 27 live songs over four LP sides and was recorded over a five-week period at concerts from California and New York to Paris and England. Uh, among the acts featured in the film and soundtrack are Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, Magazine, X, XTC, Devo, The Cramps, Oingo Boingo, Wall of Voodoo, The Flesh Tones, Echo and the Bunnymen, The Police, and many more. Yeah. Now, the whole ERG project is a great idea that has been heaped with trouble along the way. Yeah, back in early 1980, film producer Michael White uh, contacted IRS Records and their FBI booking agency to uh, set up uh, concerts, uh, locations in Paris, London, Los Angeles, and uh, New York were selected and a roster of bands were invited to participate. And by no small accident, 
many of the bands were on IRS or their uh, distributor A&M Records. Yeah. <laughs> Other bands outside this uh, cadre uh, were invited to participate, but uh, acts like Talking Heads and the B-52s declined uh, because their labels felt it was like working for the competition. Um, uh, there was a huge uh, tangle of lawyers, contracts, and agreements that had to be uh, sorted out in order for any of the project to become a reality. Now, up to now, the only portion of it to be released to the public is the soundtrack. And even then, some of the bands in the movie were disappointed to learn that they didn't make it to the LP for one reason or another. Um, the movie has now been finished and uh, turned in turned over to Lorimar Pictures. Now, there was supposed to be uh, a few test screenings over the summer, but nothing has uh, yet been arranged. Now, will Erg, A Music War, the movie, ever see the light of day? Well, spoiler alert. Yes, it will.
this makes me fair Chains to the wall, the maximum hole The window's so far too far from my legs So open the door and let out the cold You knew about this With your head in your hands All along I was the puppet, I was the puppet Broken ceiling has come down The ache in my back tells me something's gone wrong Rocking horse rocks as the wallpaper peels Curtain would like to know what he has done You knew about this With your head in your hands All along I was the puppet I was the puppet
101.1 FM, you are listening to The Beat Surrender, and that was OMD, closing out a set of songs from the Erg, A Music War soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack was released in 1981 on AM Records, but the film didn't debut until 1982. Now, I encourage you to seek it out. The whole movie uh, is available on YouTube, as are the individual clips. And there's some um, really cool stuff out there. And I spent the last week immersed in it, trying to choose just four songs from the set. And uh, it was not easy. (laughs) So let us review. All right. From uh, OMD, we heard Enola Gay. Uh, Now, the studio version appeared on their second album, uh, Organization, from 1980. Uh, always uh, one of my favorite OMD songs, and that was a really nice live version of the tune. All right, Echo and the Bunny Men before that, blazing through a rendition of their song "The Puppet." Yeah, the studio version was released as a standalone single in 1980, um, uh, never making it onto a proper album. Uh, it was included on their best of compilation songs to learn and sing released in 1985 on sire records in the u.s all right devo gave us an uncontrollable urge to hear uncontrollable urge yet again (laughs) yeah some of you uh loyal listeners to the show might have been thinking hey didn't he play that one recently (laughs) and you would have been correct yeah i played the studio version back in may Uh, which is from their debut uh, album from 1978. Uh, But I could not resist this live version. It sounds great, and it looks great. Yeah, go check it out on YouTube. Classic Devo. You will not be disappointed. All right. And we kicked off the set with The Police. Yeah, we don't play uh, too much Police here. Uh, And when we do, it's usually from the first album, which is uh, Stellar. But I've always liked uh, Driven to Tears and... uh, This performance is how the Erg uh, movie begins. All right. And the song originally appeared on the police's third album, Zenyata Mondata, from 1980 on A&M Records. All right. Hey, let's uh, keep things rolling here with a couple of other bands who were on the Erg soundtrack. But let's hear something from later in their careers.
101.1 FM. This is The Beat Surrender, and that was X with Burning House of Love from their fifth studio album, Ain't Love Grand, from 1985. Fun fact, in September of that year, X performed the song on American Bandstand. (laughs) Yeah, John, Xene, Billy Zoom, DJ Bonebreak, and Dick Clark. Yeah, (laughs) what a trip. All right. XTC before that with Earn Enough For Us from their Todd Rundgren produced ninth studio album Skylarking released in 1986 on Geffen Records in the U.S. And I'd like to send that song out to our man Dave from Texas. Yeah, loyal listener, honorary member of the Beat Surrender family. Dave is the proprietor of DMZ Records and I bought this album and a couple others from him recently. Yeah. Billy Bragg and Hunters and Collectors were the others, if you must know. And uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Dave's always got a great selection of records. They are always in good shape, and his uh, prices are pretty dang good. All right. So uh, check him out on Instagram at dmz.records. And uh, he's on Discogs, too, if that's your jam. All right. All right, good stuff. Hey, love hearing songs from my two favorite bands that begin with the letter X. Yeah, how about you? Hey, what would you like to hear? Hit us up on our Instagram or Facebook pages with a request. We are always all ears. All right. Hey, uh, we've reached that time once again when we must wave goodbye. Uh, But before we do, let's celebrate a birthday on the way out. Yeah, it was uh, Joe Strummer's birthday on Monday, August 21st, Joe would have been 71 years old. Yeah, we couldn't let his birthday pass without uh, without a mention. So uh, let's hear something from The Clash on the way out. Let's go back to The Clash's second album, Give Him Enough Rope, from 1978. And let's listen to a song that Joe wrote about a legendary drug bust in the UK known as Operation Jewelry. And that broke up uh, a global LSD supply ring. Yeah. Now, Julie was the first name of one of the surveillance officers uh, on the case. And the drug bust took place in the middle of Wales in 1977. And it has been the subject of books, uh, documentaries, a musical, and a classic Clash song. So uh, let's hear it, friends. Julie's been working for the Drug Squad, by The Clash, written and sung by the late, great Joe Strummer. All right, so, till next time, this has been the Beat Surrender on 101.1 FM, WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX, LP Providence. All right, let's all raise a toast to St. Joe Strummer.
Squad.